Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our word for the weekend. One verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. New King James Version says it like this. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. How does it read in the New Living Translation? The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So uh, let me uh, speak on this very quickly. This came up in our Bible class uh, on Tuesday uh, in relation to uh, something that I, I actually consider a commonly misapplied, uh, as we like to call them, Christian catchphrase when we say God won't put more on you than you can bear. Now, if you pull this scripture, you may think to yourself, this is supporting the mindset that God won't put more on you than you can bear. But this is really speaking about the temptations of life. This is not speaking about life as a whole, because there are some things that God will put on you that you cannot bear. And we don't want to reteach that right now. But let's talk about this text on today. And uh, there's a couple of things that you and I can carry uh, from this text uh, more than anything that is uh, misapplied or out of context. But uh, one of the things that we see right here in the text is that you, my brother, you, my sister, we are not exempt uh, from the things of life. Uh, the things of life, the challenges of life, uh, they do not escape us. The temptations of life, they do not escape us. The problems of life, they do not escape us. Just because we are saved, just because uh, we have given our life to Christ, does not mean that temptation won't still come. It does not mean that we won't still be challenged in our flesh. And what the, the, the Bible is really telling us here in this moment is that uh, these temptations that you and I face, um, they're common to man. Can I help y'all again? Uh, when we turn our life over to Christ, uh, we often have a mindset that we are separate from the rest of the world. And uh, while that is true, while God calls us to be separate, while he says you are a peculiar people, I want you to be separate uh, from that. There are certain things in life, my brother, my sister, that we all have to deal with. There are certain temptations in life that we're all going to have to face. So it's in these moments that both the saved and the unsaved have something in common, that they're still facing the temptations of life, that they're still facing uh, the challenges of life, that they're still tempted by the same thing, because even when we're saved and they're unsaved, we're still wrapped up in sinful flesh. And if we're not careful, if we're not uh, paying attention, uh, we will fall victim to that sinful flesh. We will fall underneath it. Matter of fact, we didn't touch on it uh, on today. But even in verse 12 of this 10th chapter of 1 Corinthians, uh, the Bible says, if you think you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. So if you think that you have arrived at a place of Christianity where you think the regular things of life, where you think your body uh, can get a hold of you, where you think strong drink can get a hold of you, where you think you won't succumb to the flesh, you have to be careful. The Bible says that the temptations of life are common to man. 
And so what we see right there is we see that we still have something in common with the world. We still have something in common with that unsaved part of ourselves that sometimes still tries to rise up as we see in Romans chapter seven. We won't get into that on today, but we still have something in common. That other side of you that will still try to rise up and still try to pull you away from God and pull you away from your Christian walk. That person is still in there. Why? Because we're wrapped up in the sinful flesh. And again, we're a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away, but that old person ain't necessarily gone. And if you're not careful, that person will rise up in you again. And so before we get too high on our spiritual high horse, before we think that we are better than people because we know a little Bible and we know some church songs and uh, we shout hallelujah on Sunday and we can quote our pastor and all of that good stuff. Before we get too far gone, the Bible is letting us know, listen, it ain't too far for you to fall into temptation. It ain't too far. It ain't too much of a stretch for you to wind up doing some of the things that you swore you wouldn't do anymore. It's not such a stretch to think that you won't fall short of the glory of God, as the Bible says we all do. And so what the Bible is really trying to let us understand is that just because you saved and just because you came out of the water and your hands look new and just because you came out of the water, you say your feet did, too. Just because all that stuff happened does not mean that the temptations of life are not still there. That it's not still a daily battle to make sure that you stay in the will of God, that you stay walking according to the word of God. The Bible is really letting us know in this moment that there are some things that you're going to have to battle until the day you leave here. Oh, it's, it's a shame uh, when we as Christians think uh, that we have arrived so tough that the things that affect other people won't affect us. It's something uh, when we think that we're so holy that what happened to brother and sister so-and-so would not happen to us. It's, it's crazy that we think that we are so sanctified that the things that our co-workers are wrestling with and the demons that they're fighting, that we wouldn't wind up fighting those very same demons if we're not careful. And so this is where the church and this is where church members, uh, those who have not really become discipled and even those of us that are disciple, this is where we have to make sure that we stay in the word, that we make sure that we stay prayed up, that we make sure that we stay in connection with God because sin and temptation is still around you. And as the Bible says here, you got to be careful because you'll mess around and fall into some stuff that you thought couldn't catch you anymore. But lest I hold you too long, let me share this last thought here. Not only that, there was a couple of things that the Lord showed me in the scripture. Uh, that was the first thing. And I know it was kind of wordy there. That was the first thing. God says that you and the sinful man still have something in common, that you're still facing the same temptation because you're still wrapped up in the flesh. But the other thing that's critical in this text, and we'll give you this and we'll get out of here on today, is that the Bible says that God is faithful even in the midst of our temptations. I want y'all to catch this now. This text is letting us know God is faithful even when we're unfaithful to God. Even when we dip our toe into the pool of sin that we swore we were never going to do again. God is faithful. Even when we fall short of his glory, God is faithful. Even when we let this sinful flesh get the best of us, God is faithful. And this is what you and I need to remember, my brother and my sister, is that even as I'm falling short, God is faithful. 
Now, before we get it twisted, before we misunderstand what I'm saying here, um, even when I fall short of the glory of God, God is faithful, but God never condones my sin. God is never okay with my sin. God never cosigns my sin. God never says we're going to sweep this under the rug like it didn't happen. No, God is faithful, meaning that he's still going to be God and he's still going to be there with you, but he's still going to be God in the process. So what does God's faithfulness look like right here in the text? I'll give you this and then we're getting out of here. Here's what God's faithfulness looks like. It doesn't look like God condoning your sin. It doesn't look like God giving you a pass for your sin. It doesn't look like God looking at your sin and say, I love you. So it ain't really sin. That's not what the faithfulness of God is like. The world wants us to believe uh, these days that Jesus overlooked sin. That's not what God's faithfulness looks like. Let me show you right here in the text what God's faithfulness looks like is the Bible says that he will not allow temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So God is faithful when we fall into sin because he promised to never leave us or forsake us. And so when we fall into sin, when we fall into that temptation, God makes a way of escape for us. Now, here's the thing, y'all, because this is how the Holy Spirit works. And I tell everybody when I'm teaching, I said, when you feel with the Holy Spirit, you don't sin and the Holy Spirit don't warn you. But let me give you this last little nugget here. God is making a way out for us to escape sin. But when he makes a way out, you have to take the way out. See, we get overtaken in sin because God shows us how to get out of sin, but we don't leave. And so I'm encouraging you, my brother and my sister, again, recognize the fact that you still human, recognize the fact that temptation still going to come your way. But I want you to recognize the fact that God is faithful and he will make a way for you to escape. The question remains, my brother, and my sisters, when we see that way out, do we take that way out? God says, you don't have to do what you're going to do. You don't have to do what your body is telling you to do. You don't have to do what that sinful part of your mind is telling you to do. I got a way of escape for you. Let's go read your Bible. Let's go pray. Come and talk to me. Uh, sing a song of praise. Do something other than what I don't want you to do. But make no mistake about it. The troubles of life, the temptation of life, they're common. They belong to the saved and the unsaved. But the difference between us and them is that we know how to get out. All we have to do is make sure that we take the way out. Let's leave it right there. I felt like I did a little preaching today. That's all the time that we got for word for the weekend. I pray that you all were blessed by what we shared very quickly. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, check us out at the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org. Again, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, check us out at the publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, www.krjpublishing.com. Stop by there, pick up any one of our written works. We believe that you will be blessed uh, by that. Listen, wherever you listen to this podcast, wherever you're streaming it right now, we encourage you hit that subscribe button. Wherever you're listening to us, we want you to make sure uh, that you know when new episodes become available. So wherever you're listening to this podcast on the audio side, hit that subscribe button so that you know when new episodes become available. If you're watching this video on the video side, um, hit that subscribe button on the Kelly R. Jackson Ministries YouTube channel. Subscribe to us there. That way you know when new videos come available, our Monday morning discipleship or our word for the weekend. Uh, we want you to be a subscriber so that you don't miss anything.
Listen, if you'd like to become a patron of this podcast, we encourage you to check us out at Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond to check out the different levels of sponsorship that we do offer. Uh, some as little as $5 a month. And over on Patreon, we get some exclusive content that you don't get on the regular podcast. So if you want to be a patron, you can do that as well. If you'd like to sow into this, this ministry in a more traditional way, maybe you don't want to do the Patreon thing. You can sow into this ministry in a more traditional way by going to www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. Hit the donate button there and you can donate. Even there, you can donate as little as $5, whatever you decide to sow into this ministry. We would definitely appreciate you for doing that. Lastly, I would be remiss if I didn't invite you all to come to church with us each and every Sunday morning at For the Kingdom Christian Church, where I am the pastor. Uh, we invite you to join us. Our services stream every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on our Facebook page and on our YouTube page. You can find us by searching For the Kingdom Christian Church in both of those places. Hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, on the Facebook page, like and follow our page. And again, you can join us for worship service every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. We would love to have you. If you're in the Detroit area, you can check out that Facebook page to find out where you can come in person and join us for worship. We would love to have you in person as well. That's all the time that we got for Word for the Weekend. I pray that you all were blessed by what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you. It's my prayer as always, and we'll see you all next time. Be blessed.